Hey Dan, hey Beck. Hey. Hello. How you going? Good. Yeah, good. Would you like to hear a joke? No. Okay. No, no, no I'm going to tell you one anyway. <laughs> so that's upsetting. Uh, so I've been drinking a bit lately. I went to ZeroCon last week. Mm. And so my wife and I, Jade, um, we thought we should do some lunges to stay in shape. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a bit of a big step forward. <laughs> don't you reckon? <laughs> Huge. Uh, <laughs> kicking off with a bang. <laughs> Let's dive in. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, that's better. Drunk account, 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 drunk I'm Tim. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, ZeroCon a lot. Actually, the next couple of weeks is going to be fairly ZeroCon heavy. Now, it's not all going to be about our experiences, uh, but there's going to be a lot of interviews and things coming up. But we thought, who better mm. to sit down and talk to me and Tim about our experiences at ZeroCon than the person who was there with us the whole time. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Beck. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Official friend of the pod now yeah. as well. Yeah. Two shows. Wow. You might remember Life Beck. Remember. Yeah, <laughs> you, you might remember Beck from the episode where we spoke about um, how do you become an accountant. And uh, mm. Beck is is one of our team here at Cats. Yep. She came along to ZeroCon, uh, and uh, yeah, we're we're keen to dive in. So today's episode is all going to be about uh, uh, what we learned about. Um, the industry for accountants right now, what we learned at ZeroCon for accountants, because um, we learned a lot and we had a lot of experiences. And um, But just to give you a bit of an update of what's happening in the next couple of weeks, uh, there will be another episode about ZeroCon, about what we learned for small businesses. So if you're a small business person listening to this, don't worry, we have a lot that we learned for you as well. And that's going to be another episode next week. Uh, and then we've got our chats with uh, a bunch of the team at Zero. We've got uh, Leo Neal, Luis Sanchez, mm. and Will Buckley. Um, a yep. bunch of interviews for, for, for people in the game who, who are going to teach us some things. So. All the Zero Big Weeks. Zero Big Weeks, <laughs> Zero Big Weeks. So yeah, work. What's going on, guys? Have you recovered? <laughs> Just, I think. Yeah. Just. It's been so nearly a week. It's Friday. So. Yeah. so this time last Friday, what is it? It's 11.30. How are you feeling? I was just getting some coffee into me by this point last Friday. So. Yeah, yeah. I think we could start with the end of ZeroCon, <laughs> which was the rap party. Yeah. Uh, which isn't a rap party. You're not rapping. Well, we almost did. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we actually yeah. did almost rap a song for karaoke. Yeah. But it's the party that ends the event. Mm. And um, man, wasn't it good? So good. Yeah. Well, I had an absolute blast. We, um, they, we zero hired out Luna Park. Crazy. A bunch of the rides were on. We I didn't know you could do that. We, we were targeting dodgems at each other yeah. and uh, shooting hoops, winning buckets. Yeah, it was like all the um, yeah. the the carny games where you can yeah. win, win prizes. They were all free. Bunch of food and drinks. Yeah, great. I, I exceeded think, my expectations. Yeah, well, we all walked in. We thought, let's celebrate. Let's grab a glass of champers to start with. And yep. then they just kept walking around and filling up our champagne. Like, while you're lining up <laughs> yeah. to do other things. Within half an hour, they had four glasses of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> so, and oh. that explains a lot of the rest of the night, I think. <laughs> yeah, it does. Tim, you went on the, the big drop, the hair razor. Yeah, I went on the hair razor. There's, mm. there's a video of that. Yep. Uh, it was fun. Really good. Good Definitely for you, don't Tim. regret that. Good yeah, yeah, Beck and I watched from afar. <laughs> Yeah. With a drink. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> the Tango train was fun. We, we were on there That's with uh, with Andrew Sims from Sweet Files. Yeah. I didn't appreciate you ramming me. That was so good. Dancing on sat on the inside and centrifugal force was ramming him into me. Every time it slowed down, Dan would shuffle back over to do it again. <laughs> Not appreciate that at all. Yeah. The rap party was unreal. Yeah. Um, I think you saw a lot of accountants cutting loose, mm. having a good time. We weren't in dress up very much for no. the 80s theme, but every, everyone was. There's so many that were. Yeah. We, we had our, our glasses on from Clarity Street. So mm. shout out to Clarity Street for uh, providing us with some glasses. <laughs> yeah. I think best on ground in terms of costumes were was uh, Will and the other like man, um, area directors yeah. of Zero. They had yeah. amazing costumes. It was like that yellow jumpsuit with yeah. the red. The cone. Cone. 
Stone. Yeah. I can't. Is that, it's a reference from a movie, I'm sure, but probably a bit too young to get it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, they, no, that's they, saying something. A for effort. They were dressed really well, and no, the whole the whole thing was a really great time, and I think it was just a great way to, you know, just just wrap up what had been a, a great couple of days of information and learning and, and exploring new software and, and meeting with our peers. And I think we said on, uh, on the, the night one wrap, uh, which Tim and I did from our hotel room <laughs> after, it, after a few drinks as well, um, I think it was just a nice way to celebrate what has been a really tough few years. Um, you know, if, if you're in the, indus- in, in the industry, um, you'll know that it's, it's just been tough. Um, not only have you been trying to run your own business and manage your own team and deal with all the consequences of that during lockdowns, mm. um, but you also had to manage that of all of your clients and, and try and figure out what these grants were and, and make sure people are eligible yeah. um, and, and deliver the hard news when they weren't. Um, mm, true. Yeah, it, it's been a tough couple of years. And, um, Absolutely. Yeah, and I think this was just an opportunity for, for all of us to be amongst our peers again, to say good day to people and just to be like, hey, how have you been? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear from Beck, mm. having not been to a ZeroCon. Yes. What, first of all, what were you expecting at ZeroCon? I'm not too sure exactly what I was expecting. Mm. Um, definitely just a lot of information and a mm. lot of things to do. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been to too many big networking events like that before mm. in my career currently. So mm. um, it was really good to just like have two whole days yeah. doing that. Um, and yeah, just be inspired by the talks at Zero, which was really, really great. Yeah, cool. So. I think the, the funniest thing about that I found about your journey there, Beck, is obviously you started it <clears throat> unsure of what you're meant to be doing, where you're meant to be going, what's mm. what's going on, what are all the things that we're doing. But then by the end, you were introducing yourself to people as you work for the Two Drunk Accountants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's just easier. <laughs> That's classic. Okay. Uh, I thought that was so funny. Yeah, it was super overwhelming, like especially mm. the first day and the first morning because there are so many different things to do. Yeah. Um, whilst I tried to plan my agenda beforehand, there's just there's just a lot. Mm. So I think the first day was just sort of walking around and just trying to work out how mm. to best spend my time. Mm. But the second day was much better because I already sort of had an idea of what, what was available and what I could do. So nice, nice. That's good. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was good. It was easy to introduce myself as working for you because <laughs> a lot more people knew you because you'd been going around and talking to them and things right. like that. So. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yes. we found a lot of, there was a lot of um, knowledge of the Two Drunk Accountants brand this time around compared yeah. to three years ago. So that was cool. That I was nice. That, that was nice. Not necessarily the means people were listening, but, well, it, but, but they, they knew who we were. Yeah. <laughs> they knew of us somehow. Yeah. Hmm. And, and I think that was one of the things that I, you know, one of the many things I picked up from this year was just, yeah, it was great just to catch up with people again. And, and people were coming up to us and say, hey, listen to the podcast. And I really like just listening to you guys shoot the shit about yeah. the same types of things we're doing definitely um so we will continue to do that for all you listeners out there yes, we um, we're not stopping anytime soon so um so yeah but let's dive into what did we actually learn about the industry what did we learn about things that can help accountants out there at the moment mm. um there were several great um sessions that we saw um, there's a bunch of breakouts that Tim and I couldn't get to, but Becky, you went to a few, which was really good. Uh, Zero have released a few reports afterwards as well, which, which was quite interesting. Um, so let's dive into some of that. Tim, what do you think you learned? Well, we, we covered day one mm. and um, I think we highlighted the fact that Zero Practice Manager, mm. there's changes coming there. Zero mm-hmm. um, is making a lot of acquisitions, so they're trying yeah. to make finance easier for small businesses. Yeah, and, and we have a chat with both um, both Luis Sanchez, who, yep. who's the, um, the executive GM of Practice mm. Management. Um, he's talked yep. a little bit about that, that later in the week, you'll, you'll hear that. Mm. But then also our chat with uh, Leo Neal, which was all about that financial services yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, they're also adding in functionality for timesheets and rostering. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to make inventory better. Yep. So I guess um, day one was a really good understanding that Zero is nowhere near its final form mm-hmm. um, to reference Dragon Ball Z cell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm nowhere near my final form. This isn't even my final form. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's got a long way to go still, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool given it's already a really good tool. Yeah, that, I think that, that was something that 
didn't surprise me, but but nice know, to be reminded. It, it was nice to be reminded that when we spoke to some of the people from Zero, especially like Will Buckley, and and he was very much like we're in it, we're in the infancy still. Like there's a long way for us to realize our final form. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought that was quite exciting as well. Mm, it's too. really great just mm. to know that their intentions yeah. are to continue growing and changing. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is yeah, just nice mm. to know as like a user Agreed. of the program that you know that it's gonna mm. gonna carry on and change. And yeah, and I think a lot of what they've been doing is like building or rewriting a lot of their code mm. to just keep the software the same. But we but we don't see any changes from yeah. that, mm. and that's gonna enable them to build the platform moving forward. Yeah. at least that's what they were telling You've us. You've got to do that anyway. first. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. then yes. build on later. So, so mm. and the last two years have been so crazy with COVID. I'm sure they've been putting a lot of resources towards COVID and just expanding into other countries. Mm. And now seems like they're gonna um, invest like they used to back in the day in their product again. Mm. So that was one of my takeaways, I guess, or one of my learnings, even though, and and this is why we brought Beck along. Mm. Uh, I'm sure there's many more specific announcements than that. <laughs> that was just the vibe. Yeah. yeah. So you were able to go along and, and watch the uh, the breakout about the reporting, Beck. So yeah. what's happening in that space? Um, so reporting, they're putting a lot of emphasis on more customization, mm. which really excites me because I love being able mm. to just really mm. tinker with, with things like that. Such an accountant. <laughs> um, so so there's lots of new like little features um, that I was really keen to use, but then found out they're not out yet. So mm. they are coming. I have seen them. Mm. Um, so really customizable report packs. Mm. So you could build your own pack of reports, whatever you use, which I think we're going to plan on looking into, mm. um, which will be great. They're also updating all the rest of the older style reports. So like your bank rec, all those things that still look like the old format Cheers are Rick. all mm. going to turn over to the new format which will hopefully bring a lot more of that customization in those reports as well. Um, The older report formats are going to cease to exist in 2023. I think it was around July. Um, So they are urging everyone to move over, make sure you're using all the new reports. Mm. Um, Yeah, there's some other more detailed things like you can make annotations on like Mm. your balance sheet right within zero and then print it out to a PDF, which Mm. would be great. Um, And some more... Um, simpler grouping by account mm. code and mm. things like that that That's are more cool automated. Too. So it's not going to be as manual mm. to do that type of thing. Like the sounds of that. Reports. I have a question. Do you guys like the new reports? <sighs> I'm, I'm beginning to like them. Yeah. Because I, like them. I think when you drill down into the detail mm. um, of an account and the transactions in there, there's a bit more information. Mm. I, I, I think uh, I'm exactly the same. I, I think mm. um, the functions of the new reports I think are going to be so much better and, yep. and usable, but I just sort of liked the way the old ones were laid out. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though they weren't as customizable, you couldn't change things. Yeah. You couldn't do all the things that are going to be awesome yeah. and really useful. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's taken me a little while to get on board. It's just like getting used to new Coke, I guess. You know? <laughs> new Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink Coke. Were you but... around with old Coke? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just like a new flavor. I yeah, suppose. exactly. You know? yeah. I think there's it's a cherry. lot. And like, cherry's great. <laughs> uh, there's a lot, I think, that in the new reports, like I know that we maybe don't use, mm. which we could. That yeah. would be different. And that's Definitely. maybe just from changing over from the old to the new, you're used mm. to not having that mm. option. Mm. So I think exploring all the new reports is going to be really, really good. Building, building your own report packs and then creating groups a bit easier is yeah. also very exciting based yeah. off, say, yeah. <coughs> account codes. Exactly. Like that, that's a huge time saver. Yeah. If we, if, you know, we can all structure the chart of accounts differently and do an update with all the clients, then it's going to make our reporting at the end of yeah. the year, even just that, way quicker and yeah. way easier. So yeah. um, looking forward to all of those changes. Keen on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so zero uh, throughout the two days also released a bunch of reports and studies that they've been doing and things that they found and, and they've sent them through to us afterwards and I've had a little bit of a look through and there's some interesting things that they spoke about on the day that I think um, definitely is, is worth discussing. Um, one of the reports that they released was the, um, was the em- employers struggling with managing uh, employees in the changing regulatory environment mm. report. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially the key findings for, from this was uh, right now it's really hard to find people 
Um, yeah. And then when you do find them, their wage expectations far exceed what they used to. Mm. Uh, but perhaps the solution is better tech. Yeah. So um, yeah. In, is that in the frame of building efficiency? Yeah. 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 Which, which we actually kind of came to that conclusion. Absolutely. Um, That's been a takeaway of our team mm. yeah. coming back from ZeroCon because we face that exact issue. Mm. Uh, it's hard to find skilled people. Um, and then when you do... Yeah, the wage expectation is just out of the out of this world. So, um, if we can be more efficient and get more work done mm. as a team, we might be able to build in more support in other places, like administration, as an example. Yeah. So, um, that was definitely a huge takeaway, I think, from yeah, ZeroCon. Exactly. Um, I noticed as well that Zero had quite a focus on their apps, their mm, app store, yeah. which I think yes. is part of trying to build efficiency is really mm. something I took away is like, let's invest in looking into apps and what they call app stacks. So building yes. a bunch of apps that integrate into zero yep. um, to help your business. And that goes for small businesses, mm. but also for accounting firms as well, sure. or bookkeepers or anyone. Yeah. Um, and I think just spending some time and looking into like they have thousands. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's something that I think will definitely help build, build those efficiencies, um, which we're doing at the moment. So. Yeah, <laughs> because it's so easy to get comfortable with what you're using. Exactly. Um, I know probably three years ago, probably pre-COVID, we felt pretty comfortable that we were leading the way with our app stack. Yeah. Um, but now looking around, <laughs> I think probably, you know, we're, we're just in the pack again. Um, so yeah. I feel like we need to rev that up a bit again, not just for the sake of of adding apps because obviously mm. that's not the point. No. The point is we can be more efficient. You want them each to have a purpose. Yeah. There's friction in our business um, that is causing headaches for different people. Mm. Um, and so adding in workflow apps or communication apps or mm. um, better document apps mm. perhaps could all help with removing friction and making things easier yeah. for us, yeah. for our customers. So um, yeah, I, I think it's reignited our passion to go on that journey again yeah. and find the apps that can help us keep building efficiency. Cause that's yeah. one of our values in this business. And I think, like water. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I, I think over the past two years, we've been so focused on um, the survival of our clients and the survival of everybody yeah. um, that, the passion for that side of sort of side of things, um, although needed during that time, and, and we used a lot of the tools that we'd already kind of yeah. come across, did fall away a bit. And yeah. and I do think that an event like ZeroCon, um, one of its purposes for me is to reignite yeah. the energy um, yeah. and to get me going again. And it did. Oh, for sure. I wasn't expecting that. But that's absolutely how I came away feeling. Yeah, yeah. So which is awesome. Really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Um, well, Beck, you are the only person who was actually able to come to this ZeroCon this year yeah. from our team, but <laughs> yeah. I'd definitely be pushing for more of our team members to I go next so. year. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. having the experience together yeah. as well is, is important and yeah. will bring a different, a different totally takeaway agree. as well. Yeah, definitely. because people will hear different things and respond differently to different mm. announcements. So Yeah, exactly. And like you want to hear those speeches for yourself mm. and then reflect mm. with people rather than trying to retell it. Yeah. Yeah, to everyone else. Totally so. agree. Yep. So um, another key takeaway um, at the end of the conference was the speech by the Commissioner of Taxation. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was good. That was really good, actually. You don't often, well, we don't often get to hear him directly. Mm. Um, and, and I took a lot from it. And it's funny, I, I've been reading a lot of um, articles and things that are popping about up online yeah. about, because you know, um, one of the key takeaways from that speech was, was hey, simple tax mm. returns. Bazes, you know, your IASs, mm. your individual tax returns, perhaps um, might be a thing of the past mm. um, as technology grows. Now, we've known this for a long time. It's, yeah. it's been something this, that shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. No surprise there. But, but I think what was more interesting was the timeline in which he was talking about it happening. Mm. Because yeah. we've all known about this for 10 years, mm. um, but we all kind of just like, they're really like nothing's happening yeah. in this space. Yeah. And, and cause you don't see it until the yeah. end point. Right. So yeah, they might true. be working on it yeah. for years. And mm. because they don't often communicate mm. that often about it. True. 
Yeah, I think the the framework that he put it in was like the three stages. It was like stage one is when you have a taxable event, then at some other point you report it, and then at some other point you, you pay, pay it. it. Mm. And then the second stage is, well, you uh, the event and the reporting happens at the same time, but you yep. still pay later. And yeah. then the third stage is all those three things happen at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Which made a lot of sense to me mm. um, and, and seemed like that would cut down on a lot of the annoying compliance work that, to be honest... We don't doesn't fill our bucket particularly mm, lodging yeah. a baz. Um, no, and I'm sure people begrudge paying their accountant to mm. lodge the bazes for them as well. And here's the thing: like it might never actually eventuate that way. No, yeah. um, accountants may still lodge a majority of the clients' bazes. Yeah, um, but um, the likelihood is, as new generations of business owners come through, and I think we're seeing that already, mm. they're going to want to just use the software's capabilities. Mm. Um, so Zero yeah. has a very simple Baz lodgement system as we already, as we mm. sit here. Um, and new business owners are already wanting to know how to lodge their yep. own Baz. Mm. And so I think we're seeing it already. Um, and it's yep. just going to get easier and easier. Yeah. Um, so if you're not reshaping your expectation for the future, and you're an accountant or mm. you're a business as an accountant or bookkeeper, mm. um, then you're going to fall behind potentially um, with new clients. Your existing yeah. may never change. Yeah. But as we know, people close businesses. Unfortunately, people die. <laughs> yeah. um, and so things happen. Clients leave. Um, so you can't just always rely on those low margin, simple services into yeah. the future. And I think... Um, yeah, what, what was really interesting is a lot of these articles have come out afterwards of people, because clearly people went away seeming maybe a little bit panicked or something, mm, a surprise a to them. Yeah. And so a lot of um, articles have come out saying like, this will never happen or don't worry about it or whatever. And, and I think um, really the, the constant trend has been a shift in our industry towards helping businesses rather than just compliance just based. And, and perhaps the shift in this area would be, all right, you might not lodge their BAS, but the quality of the information that goes into their system is still going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. So the shift might be, all right, well, you're just going to need to do um, perhaps more work with the client to help develop their app stack yeah, exactly, or yeah. to help them with their bookkeeping or yeah. whatever it is. Or just a periodical review instead yeah, of lodging exactly. a BAS because there may not be a BAS to lodge. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah, it, but it, they still might want to know what's happening in their business that's once right. a month, once a quarter. So exactly. you can offer more so yep. we services are still, like that. Yep. You know, um, people still need help yep. and, and we are able to give them that help mm-hmm. and that's not going away. Yeah, so um, so that meant a lot of things to us because mm. it'd be really um, a bad call to go and hire five people at today's demand because yes. you might not need that much. Different. If you build efficiency, mm. you might become a bit too top heavy mm. as yeah. well. So there's that risk. Then there's also the thing of, well, does that mean accounting firms right now are like a cash cow? Mm. Um, and so really you should be diversifying or adding more services and advisory is just one of those. Yeah. There's many different services. I'm not saying go out and be a financial planner or a mortgage mm. broker, but it would be nice if you could offer some more services to your clients different, as well. Not just compliance. Yeah, not go just lodging returns. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I think a lot of accountants have thought of these things already. We're in that boat. Yep. But um, this is a really good reminder <laughs> to actually go and do something about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you still have time because if you... If you're thinking this way in five years, mm. <laughs> you're probably going to planning suffer. for it now. Yeah, yeah. Now that we know that exactly. it's something that's on their agenda. To exactly. Change. Yeah. 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 It was, um, yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, it was. Mm. Uh, what, any other big takeaways? So we, we've got a few interviews coming up. that are going to play after this. Um, the first one is from, well, I don't know actually what order I'm going to put these in, but there'll, there'll be about four of them. Uh, uh, Dashboard Insights who is a, um, a, a software developed by uh, these accountants, actually, who we, we met, met three yeah. years ago. I think <laughs> yeah. we chat a little bit. Ryan and Theo. Yeah, I think we chat a little bit to Theo about that in our, in our chat with him. But essentially, they've developed a tool to help extract that data from XPM or, or mm. other practice management tool uh, softwares um, to, to really help you manage the team and help the team manage themselves. That was a big, a big mm. part of when I spoke to them was, was about empowering each team member. Yeah really take control because at the moment there's like a button, you know if, if you're a user of xpm out there the, the reporting in it isn't isn't great you have to pull all the data's there but to get it out in an efficient way is not fantastic it's a bit time consuming yeah too. so if there's a tool that enables us to to do that a bit better and, and and use it better um then i'm all for that so that's that's our first chat um we've also got a chat with uh fathom 
Yeah, David, one of the founders from Fathom. Yeah, exactly. So they actually recently were acquired and... Mm. uh, we just ran into him <laughs> chatting we to did. chatting to Heather and, and yeah. so we, we, he gave us a quick chat for, for a few minutes about what's going on at Fathom what does the future of Fathom look like mm. um, what's the deal with, with the acquisition and yeah it was yeah. quite interesting we were the first media outlet yeah. to get that Breaking scoop news. get that yeah, scoop it's taken us a few weeks to release it <laughs> <laughs> but we got there first we got there first yeah you're hearing this second we, yeah. we heard it first you know uh, <laughs> you know on YouTube and things when the, the craze used to be someone posts a video and someone would write first like you're yeah. the first person to yeah. that's us it. we're just yeah. trolling trolling the industry with yeah. firsts first. <laughs> the, the third one is we actually chat to Heather Smith yeah. a friend of the podcast we love Heather um, the best shout out to Heather for posting our entire karaoke video on LinkedIn <laughs> she gave me her glasses for the karaoke yeah. as well thank yeah. you very much <laughs> so thanks Heather um, but uh, she no, went to every Xerocon she, around the world exactly so yeah. she talks to us about that she talks to us about what it feels like to be back and and the thing that i remember most from that interview is her saying that her cup is full mm. and it was empty before yeah and, and i feel in a similar way so i feel like that yeah, yeah so that was a really good chat listen to heather uh and then the very last one that we've got is uh we were gonna go chat around to a bunch <laughs> of people around just to be like yeah. hey how are you enjoying your xerocon yeah. experience and uh we ended up just chatting to one so yeah. shout out <laughs> shout out to holly at uh Pinnacle Road there, yeah. Um, but yeah, you get a quick, uh, a quick interview at the end of this. Nah. It was her first Zerocon as well, mm. so it was good to just ask her mm. how she found. The nice. Well, any other key takeaways for accountants? So, I don't think so. The only other main um, vibe that mm. I got from Zerocon was sustainability. Oh so yeah. So they're very at the second day in particular. A couple True. of sessions that I saw were very focused on sustainability. Yeah, um, which which we often talk about lifestyle accounting. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the role of your mental health, your physical health in, in your business's success. Uh, and I think the, the, um, uh, the Kemi on, on day one, Kemi. the keynote yeah, speaker, was she, she was, was awesome. all about that and it was great. And um, yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit about that when we do the what we learn at Zerocon for small businesses. Yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I agree 100%. That's something that um, mm. I'm keen to, to see how we can include that in our business a bit more. Yeah. Something I heard mm. about too is carbon accounting. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to look at that as more mm. as well because that nice. could be cool. a different service that you offer yeah, absolutely. down the line when there's less compliance work. Absolutely. Totally agree. Absolutely. We, we have many skills. I have many skills. <laughs> nice, uh, classic, classic. Good. Um, all right, let's uh, let's dive into the interviews, yeah. and uh, we'll see you guys later. So my name's David Watson, and I'm one of the co-founders of Fathom. Yeah. So Fathom's been a data insights app in the marketplace for a very long time. Ooh. That was a loud noise. <laughs> um, what's the journey been like at Fathom for you? That's a, that's a good question, uh, Tim. So I'm uh, Dan, Jeff and I, who co-founded Fathom, have sort of worked together for 20 years. So we spent a decade sort of working in a, in a mid-market accounting firm, doing a lot of yeah, management well. uh, accounting work. And then prior to starting Fathom, we, we started Fathom in 2010, just as we were seeing sort of the emergence yeah. of cloud accounting. It's just early. Like, that's, yeah, that's really right. early. I know. Yeah. We, uh, I think we went on our first, uh, we launched in February 2012 at a zero roadshow. Wow. De- deployed at midnight, got on a plane, went on this roadshow, and uh, I think it was five add-ons, five apps exhibiting. Wow. And it was very much a case of please form one orderly queue and we'll get to your questions one at a time. And <laughs> here we are today standing in a hole with probably 100 plus apps. So there's been a lot of change in, in that last decade. Yeah, I think Fathom was one of the first add-ons in the marketplace that we were aware of. Um, and it was definitely filling a, filling a need for us accountants yep. and, and the ability yep. to kind of communicate with our clients and the things going on in their business. Yeah. Um, but what have you seen the changes since you came along in 2010 between like now and then? Do you feel the spirit of, of wanting to get out there and make a difference and help people and, and everything going on in the marketplace, even though it's so much bigger now, yeah. do you feel like it's changed at all or is it still just the same as it was back then? Uh, that's, that's a really good question. I think um, fundamentally the problems that we were trying to solve have remained pretty, pretty, pretty much the same. You know, um, we think that every benef- every business can benefit from uh, better insights uh, if they've got different a range of stakeholders, keeping everyone on the same page in terms of where the business is at, yeah. and also helping with planning and forecasting for the future. 
what we've realized is that um, that's a universal problem that's businesses globally face. Yeah. And the total addressable market, we are just scratching the surface of, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I think my awareness of, of, and we've grown with zero. Obviously zero is yeah. during that journey has had phenomenal growth in a range of geographies and we've been yeah. fortunate enough to hitch our wagon with, to zero yeah. and grow with them. So. That's, uh, and so I guess you, you raise a, that my thinking next is what's the future for Fathom? Where, where are you heading? Yeah. Next, and I believe there's maybe an ex uh, exciting thing that's <coughs> just happened recently for them as well. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I, I think we're pretty focused on the. You know, we think we're in a really good space, and we're continue yeah. to continue to focus on say solving the same customer problems but yeah. at greater scale and yeah. more, and better. Um, the interesting change for us is that we've been acquired by the Access Group. Yeah, wow. um, so the Access Group are one of the largest, of perhaps the largest software company in the UK. Massive. And they're uh, they're under the broad umbrella of sort of business management software, yeah. with a heavy focus on mid-market businesses and uh, and accounting firms, supporting and helping accounting firms. Yeah. So being part of the group yeah. it opens up new opportunities for us to go to market with with related companies, with yep. partner, with our companies that are part of the group. Yeah. And uh, so we're just going to kind of try and keep doing what we're doing, but at an even at a bigger scale. scale. I yeah. like it, yeah. So it's like, it's not like anything's changing, but yeah. we're joining a team yeah. and we're taking it to more people That's in more right. places. That's right. It's really exciting. Will anything change in the way that Xero uh, uses and that other people can access the software? No, in terms of platform, there's no immediate changes at all. And um, I think it's pretty much business as usual for us. Yeah. Access is instruction to us is don't break stride, keep doing what you're doing. And um, I think though within the next 12 months, we'll start to explore some new integrations okay. uh, where it makes sense. But um, no changes immediately. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting times then. Yeah. yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. It does. <laughs> thanks thanks so much for having a chat with us. Thanks guys. Cheers. Thanks. Hi guys, it's Theo here from Dashboard Insights. Uh, thank you for joining me today at our stand. R yeah, really good it. to see you. Yeah. Thanks for being with us, Theo. It's funny, actually, three years ago at Xerocon 2019, we met you in Brisbane. That was and a great chat, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're a fellow yeah. accounting business owner. Yep. Um, and now we're at Xerocon 2022 in Sydney. Yep. And you're, you've got a, your own software that you've Dashboard built. Dashboard Insights, yeah. How good yeah. is that? So it's been fantastic. Good journey. It was great to meet back then. And who would yeah. have known we'd be here a few years yeah. later? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 So just Dashboard Insights. Yeah. Um, probably, probably the inception of it came from, from about the time that we first met, guys. Yeah, we, wow. We thought, look, we, we thought as accountants, we, we know how to run business. We know the reports we need. You know, we, we know we know the data we need, but yeah. but you know we don't have time to do it. We, yeah. haven't got, we, we don't want to spend a lot of money on a CFO to give us personalised reports on a day-to-day -day basis. So the concept mm. came about that we wanted everybody in our organisation to have access to the information they needed yeah. on a daily basis, so we get the right information to the right people at the right time. Yeah, yeah. and it's a massive issue for accountants. I mean, that obviously you you don't just deal with accountants, but um, dealing with say XPM. Getting the data out is so hard. Um, so a dashboard like this that can pull it out and make the information succinct, understandable, but also um, accessible in a timely way. I, I just think it's a winner. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And and we, we make sure it's turnkey, guys. So yeah, yeah. so so it's not software that's left to the discretion of the owner to work it out. Right, right. It, you, you turn up on Monday and it's ready to go. Yeah. Okay. You know, your junior staff people have have dashboards based on their KPIs. Your managers yeah. have full line of sight over their team. Yeah. As as a business owner, you know you you have line of sight over your client profitability, your job profitability. Um, you get to understand where you're making money in your business and when you're losing money. We don't, we don't make the business decisions. What we do is we give you the information and the transparency over your business so you can make that information um, in a, in a cost-effective and a timely manner. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you know, uh, a problem that, that we face, a problem that so many other accountants and, 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 and many other industries as well face, is it's hard to enable uh, newer members of the team or younger members of the team to figure out their reporting and, and really prompt them to go chase it and figure out right, how am I going, what objectively are my figures and my stats, so I need to monitor that without us having to push that through. Absolutely, so, yeah, Dan. Yeah, I think this yeah. is a solution for that. It is a solution. Um, a, lot, a lot of times when, when people are going through their career, they, they, they question the transparency. They, they want to understand that there's a, there's a goal, there's a yeah. means to an end. Yeah. And understanding what their metrics are, 
understanding that they can be rewarded if their metrics improve, understanding their goals within the dashboards, understanding what jobs they're doing. So a lot of, a lot of times we're defined by our ability to do jobs in accounting. And, and a lot of accountants, you know, one of the key jobs in an accounting firm is to, to leverage the work, the job through the accountants and, and to almost plan their careers with the jobs you allocate to them. So having a dashboard that, that has transparency around the jobs, the completion of jobs, the number of jobs completed certainly helps that and, and certainly helps yeah. young people in their careers. Uh, yeah. Like We just got uh, out of a session this morning that was talking about how the next generation of people coming through are going to be less patient, they want to know things right now, they want information at their fingertips and if they've got to wait for their manager to you know, grab a bunch of reports and collate them in a spreadsheet and spread it, it's just not going to happen very often. So yep, I well think said. having information at the fingertips is, is going to be more and more important as time goes on. Well said, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and that's certainly been our experience as well. The, the other thing that, that, um, that it's helped too, which we've found really beneficial, it attracts the best staff. So, 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 so given given the need for information, given the need that they wanted at their fingertips, the best guys are looking at practices and saying, "Hey, where do I want to be? Who's going to support me in my development?" And we've certainly found that with the dashboards, that's been that's been a direct uh, correlation of the benefit of the dashboards. So, the flip side of that, the customer experience. I, I know you were speaking a little bit earlier about how it's, that's still really the focus of this. So, tell me a bit more about that. Yes, absolutely. So, so one of the things in, in the accounting world, as, as we grow in business, one of the one of the things is how are we going to achieve what we promise through engagement, yeah. and and not only in the first twelve months, how are we going to achieve that year in year out? How are we going to continue to service our client as our business grows, as our staff requirement grows? How do we leverage what we promise through an organisation, and and by understanding client sales on a year-in, year-out basis and being able to compare that on a dashboard, by understanding client profitability year-in, year-in-out, by understanding job profitability year-in, year-out as a commemorative, we, we, we try and achieve that. We also do it though by, by understanding the number of jobs we do for a client on a year-by-year -year basis. So obviously guys, if the, if the number of jobs drop throughout the year, something's gone wrong, somebody's not communicating with your clients. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's great information. But if, if people want to find you, find Business Insights, uh, uh, Dashboard Insights, where do they go? Yeah, dashboardinsights.com. Yeah. They're welcome to contact us. We're we're welcome to run a free trial at any point in time. We're also welcome um, giving people access to anonymized dashboards so they can touch and feel the dashboards. Yeah. And and even then, we've actually had cases where we've connected to people's data and they can touch and feel dashboards with their own data. So that really creates a really good user experience. That's great. So more than happy to, to run anybody through a trial. I know, are we doing a trial? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Done, no. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome, yeah. thanks for coming okay. on. Much appreciated, good yeah. to talk guys. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Hi, Dan and Tim. This is Heather Smith, hype girl for accounting apps. Yeah. I have been touring the world with the drunk accountant song. <laughs> drunk accountant, drunk accountant. Oh, a drunk accountant. Drunk accountant. And, uh, <laughs> the next time you come on, Heather, we'll, we'll make that the intro to the show. You, you singing do? drunk accountants. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we play that as the intro. Yeah, well, the for the listeners of the podcast, they know you. You're a friend of the podcast now. You've been on several times future future um, uh, topics already in the works yeah. for you to come on. So, Absolutely. Uh, You've been a bit busy. You've been a bit busy traveling. I'm a content creator. Yes, I have been busy traveling. I'm extraordinarily fortunate and privileged to have been able to organize to go to all three um, Zeracons. Yeah. So I've been to London Zeracon, New Orleans Zeracon, and now I am here at Sydney Zeracon. I am intact. I have some <laughs> I am so impressed with That's myself. <laughs> so getting through one getting through one zero con is hard enough. So you've done very well. I have no idea. There's about twelve of us who've done it. Me and the zero team. Yeah. We are donating <laughs> our bodies to medical science <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, they, they gave you a shout out on the first day as well. Thanks to Heather Smith for coming to all of the zero cons. How good is that? Yeah, that, that was from Joe, Joseph and Lyons, and uh, that was yeah. very impressive. And a lot of people have actually come up and asked me about it, and they're like inspired. Yeah. Influence, maybe. Yeah. You're an influencer. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. And they're going to uh, look at doing it next year themselves. So, um, what did you discover about attending all three that you wouldn't just attending one? So, what was really interesting about yeah. attending all three is the world 
is in a general economic crisis at the moment. Yeah, after right. the challenges of the last two years. Yeah, let's go doom and gloom. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, but that's the truth. Yeah. And, and I'm aware that I do have a platform and I know that people weren't travelling and that was one of the reasons I wanted to do it. Yeah. I arrive in London and we've got an economic crisis happening. We also have an um, um, environmental crisis happening right on the day because the temperatures hit extreme hits, heat wow. of 40 degrees, 40 yeah. degrees. So when I was going to um, um, Zerocon, my at 11pm uh, the night before, my train was cancelled. Wow. Ah, too hot? Too hot, the train's cancelled, okay? So wow. I now know I've got to get on a train and it's been cancelled to go to London. So I wake up at 5am the next morning pack my bags, run down a country lane for two kilometres, uh. call down a car, hitchhike into the village, get to the train station. At the train station, I'm like, um, I need to go to London. There's eight of us there. He's like, there's no trains going to London. And I'm like, what? And uh. then he's like, we're going to get one train coming through. I'm going to go out there with a white flag and try and wave it down. Oh. Stand on the deck. If he stops, get in it. Wow. He stands there, he waves it down, we get in it, I get to London. This is like wow. 1900s, like you just like <laughs> jump on the train as it's going by and we'll... Wow. Every single person had a story like that about getting to London Zero Concert. Wow. This is, this is um, climate crisis issues. Mm. And then on top of that, they have no Prime Minister in place. Yeah. So I'm like, everything is happening. Wow. But then what we have is I'm sitting there at, at London Zerocon. We have the best of the best, the most forward-thinking accountants and bookkeepers in the room, and they are the ones who are going to help the small business economy. Yeah. They are the ones who are going to help the small business engine. And that was just so wonderful to be amongst them, knowing that they had that positive, the ability to absorb that information and take that positive ripple effect out yeah. with them. And then again, to go to New Orleans, yeah. America has a lot of challenges as well at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. And, and you know, America has challenges. And so to again be amongst the best of the best who had a really positive outlook. I went on this journey. I started on this journey with my cup completely empty. Mm. My cup is overflowing. Yeah, wow. Am, yeah. Like if you see me crying, it's because my cup is so full. I'm oh, so happy awesome. and positive yeah. with the world. And 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 to sorry, I'm not going to give you a chance. To no, no, that's all right. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I was. You're really filling my cup. With, yeah. <laughs> what I was really impressed with. Um, um, Gary Turner has been replaced by a, a new general manager in the UK, Alexandra, Alexander, and he was really impressive. I spent a lot of time with him. I was very grateful they gave me time to speak with him. And he was really impressive. He comes from a multi-country background, and he was able to really absorb the UK community, understand it, and talk really well to them. And he gave a really inspiring um, talk. Remember when Rod Drury used to give those visionary, inspiring, mm, yep. hit for the moon, hit for Mars talks, and he was able to give that, and left that group really inspired. So if we now move to the US, and we've got um, the New Orleans um, ZeroCon, Chris O'Neill was announced as the Chief Growth Officer. This man is so impressive. So if you yeah, really. look at him, he scaled Evernote, he yep. scaled the Gap, the clothing company, he scaled Tim Hortons, the, the donut company, or the coffee company, it probably calls itself. Yeah. I, I only buy donuts. Yeah, donuts. <laughs> the important part, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was so personable. He was so engaging. He was walking around the floor saying, tell me, tell me, talk to me. And, wow. and it was just absorbing information. He gave great talk. He gave, quite, he gave a number of talks, and they were really, really impressive. And I've got such um, hope for the American community. Ben Richmond's is always there, also there. He's kind of the general manager, um, and he um, he's actually on maternity leave at the moment. But yeah. he did come in and it was wonderful to, to to speak with him. But let me share with you one of the talks that uh, Chris O'Neill gave, which I, I thought was quite funny. Yep. He was talking about communities and the importance of communities, and he said that um, in Indonesia there are fireflies, and there are these fireflies going around, and if the fireflies' lights are off. Only 5% of them populate. Oh. But if the fireflies' lights are on, 95% of them are populate. 
wants to go out into the audience yeah. with your last song. <laughs> 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 and I, was, I was like, mixed oh. Messages, mixed messages there. Yeah. Interesting. Is he message. telling me to <laughs> populate? Yeah, is that a message about positivity or something else? I'm not sure. I think it was accounting Tinder, bookkeeping yeah. bachelorette. I don't know what was happening. I know. I like that. I think that's about being open, right? And yeah, we've been speaking to so many people and we got to speak to Will Buckley before. And his, his journey has been one about being open. Um, and that's how he's found himself as the MD of Zero Australia. Yes, so. And, and so Will Buckley has been replaced by this amazing lady in Canada. Yeah, right. And she's incredible. She's, she actually stood up on stage for an hour with no notes. Whoa. Did an amazing session. She, she interviewed this lady called Indra who um, embraced diversity and inclusion from a very um, um, young age in her career. So, yeah. yeah, so my cup is full and hopefully, I know people use throw around the world influencer as if it's a bad thing but I hope I've damn well influenced a lot of people yeah, to nice. travel Positively, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think something that's been so great about being back here in Sydney ZeroCon obviously we're lame this is the only one we went to um, but it's just so nice to be amongst everyone again like yeah. I saw you at Brisbane ZeroCon yeah, yeah. you just said we're lame. but I mean uh, like this year <laughs> I didn't go to London. London I didn't go, yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, in the one year, yeah. Um, but it's just so nice to be amongst everyone again. Like, we've spent two years, like, even with the podcast, just doing everything via Zoom, which is really convenient. But a lot of the chats were about what was going on in the world and trying to overcome those things. And yes, we're facing more difficult times ahead. But maybe we can do it together. <laughs> and I think that's my message from today. It's very much like... I'm just happy to talk to people face to face again and, and just to be amongst our peers and and to feel like, all right, yep, we can overcome these problems if we just sort of focus and work together. Accountants and bookkeepers have such um, deep opportunity to positively impact the community around them, as, yes. as, do, you, as do you with the podcast, yeah. so absolutely. Now, hard question. Which Zerocon was the best? Was it Sydney? It's Sydney, isn't everyone it? Everyone is asking me that question. Okay, everyone's asking me that question. And you really need to break down all the different elements from the yeah. agenda to the layout yeah. to the vibe of the city around all you. Right, give us Let's cut all that. Just what one was best. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not at the yeah. end of the conference. So six oh, hours to go. Okay, I see. So we need a good party tonight. A good party tonight. Okay, we'll push I'm it over. The London party was the best party of all time. Wow. Ever. It was on the Thames River. Yeah, nice. With like London Bridge oh. and, and, and merry-go-rounds and dancers. You get your makeup done as you arrive. It's pretty and good. And like at 10 p.m. at night, you work out there's another four levels that you haven't even got oh. to because you've had so much of a party. That's awesome. So I'm looking forward to tonight, definitely. But just just so many amazing opportunities. Yeah. Experiences. Yeah. Life is an experience. Not life is a journey. Yeah. It's not a competition. Enjoy. Yeah. Well, Heather, thank you very much for taking some time to speak to us. You've been jet setting around the world. I bet you're looking forward to getting home and sleeping in your own bed at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you so much, Dan and Tim, for having me on your show. I really enjoyed it. We'll have you back again soon, hopefully, no doubt. <laughs> All right, we are with a punter here attending ZeroCon. First time. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How has ZeroCon been for you? It's It's been a bit of a whirlwind. It, it's, a, it's a lot, but it's fantastic. It's information overload, but ooh, I've, come yeah. out, I've come out the other end on top and with a lot of new ideas that we can take back to our practice. Is so, it inspiring as an accountant? Absolutely, absolutely. There's lots of fantastic people here today and yesterday, and I've learned so much. Nice. Uh, Three highlights. Three okay. Highlights. Well, we started things off with a bang. Kemi was absolutely Kemi. amazing. Her speech yeah. really resonated with me. So Being I would well have being. to say yes. Mm. Yes. I took some some vigorous notes. Yeah, as good. She was vigorous speaking, notes, yeah, yes. Which less. we love. So um, I'll definitely be respect uh, reflecting back on that. Number two would probably mm. be meeting a lot of the um, app partners that okay. we that we use in person. It's yeah, been cool. two years. We've seen their True. faces over Zoom, over True. Teams, but yeah. actually seeing them in person, person is yeah. yeah, it's it makes a real difference and we've got that real human True. element which is awesome. Then you get someone you can speak to if you have an issue. And, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's been really good. So number three. Ooh, number three. 
you're really testing me here. Looking around the room, we're looking meeting, around the meeting room. Meeting the two drunk accountants. <laughs> yes. At, yes. at Cargo <laughs> Bar last <laughs> night. At Cargo Bar last yeah. night. Let's Were just say they lived up to their name. <laughs> <laughs> In our natural yes, natural yes. Habitat. Fantastic. But uh, uh, well, thank lovely you very to meet you both. No worries. Yeah. Catch you soon. All right, so that was our interviews from uh, from ZeroCon, accountants focused. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. Any quick other things, guys? Back to you, have one. Um, I am currently listening to all of the Harry Potter audiobooks. Yes, Ooh. very much enjoying that. Yeah, cool. so I would recommend the so ones that are read by um, uh, the British dude, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. Fry. Yeah. Ah, yes, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> That's how he talks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. He's a legend. Uh, yeah. I love that guy. He's yeah. a good, good uh, audiobook reader. He's a good narrator. Yeah. Yeah. Tim? Uh, okay, I am just started reading a book called Deep Work. Yeah, I think this might be a book nugget. Mm. This could be I a book this nugget. this might be a book nugget. Yeah, so um, it's talking about the skill of being able to focus mm. and do a sustained block of work, which in today's day and age is really hard because we've got phones, we've got social media, we've got... Dan's not even listening what? to me right what now. Was that? Sorry. <laughs> we've got email... <laughs> I wasn't and talking, I'm sorry, we, I tuned out. We live in the shallow work mm. pool, yeah. which is just like, just making ourselves like feel good mm. in a short, for like for short returns, but mm. it's creating no value at all. Mm. So that's, that explanation is as far as I've got in the book, by the way. Nice. And it teaches you how to get more deep work done. Mm. You're at uh, concept phase. I am at concept phase, but mm. I'm liking it so far. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. What about you, Dan? Uh, my other thing... Oh, actually. Uh, so, my other thing this week, a bit of sad news, actually, mm. is uh, I want to give a shout out to my grandpa, who unfortunately passed away last weekend yeah. uh, after a bit of a battle of, of being unwell. Um, but, uh, yeah, funeral next week, scanning mm. a lot of photos. It's just nice to look back on all the memories nice. and all the times and... He, he loves a glass of red and a, and a good joke. So yeah. uh, And the swans. And the swans. Who are playing in a prelim this Actually, the, um, his final song at his funeral will be the Swannies theme. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's sad, Dan. Yeah. But, uh, so, just shout out to my grandpa. Mm. He was a good egg. It's nice to mm. you know, look back at a life well lived. He was yes. 92. 90, 90, actually. 90? Oh, yeah, okay. I thought it was 92, but apparently it was 90. <laughs> Still. And yeah. Queen was only 96. Exactly. She was the Queen. That's a so great one. He had a great... Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Great innings. Shout out to Grandpa. And uh, all right, if you want to get in touch, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com, twodrunkaccountants on all the socials. Follow us because we have all sorts of fun content going on there lately. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure you go visit our website, twodrunkaccountants.com.au because our online courses are going to be going live hopefully next month. So it's all happening. We'll, we'll catch you later. Bye.